to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Today, I've got the great opportunity to sit with some of the Academy staff and students and talk about an experience they had just last week. Now, you may well know that last week, a group called IDEO from San Francisco spent the week at Rundle Academy thinking about the future of what this program and its facilities could be. It was an exciting week for all members of the community. IDEO spent time in the homes of our parents and students, spent time with our board of directors, and also spent time with the students and faculty here at Rundle College. Today's conversation is with uh, the principal, Mr. Vandermeer, one of the teachers, Ms. Kapitza, and one of the students, Amanda Petty, to talk about what their takeaways from their time with IDEO were. So without any further ado, let's jump right to the interview with these three. Okay, so I've got Ms. Kapitza, Amanda, and Mr. Vandermeer here, and uh, we're just going to get the conversation going. So first I want to know, Mr. Vandermeer, what was your interaction with IDEO like while they were here? Uh, I spent a lot of time working with the IDEO team ahead of their arrival to the academy, just getting some background information for them to help them best prepare to work with each of the stakeholders in the school. And then when they arrived, I think my main role was just working with them in each of the facilitation groups, just sitting back. Uh, they wanted me to take in the entire experience so we could come together at the end and uh, put all the pieces together with them. As far as the actual facilitations went, I, I, I chose to take a back seat and watch what the staff, students, and, and parents were saying about the school and, and collecting all that information to better uh, support IDEO at the end of the project. Okay, well that's good enough from the administrative standpoint. I think I'll come back to you, Mr. Vandermeer and hear a bit more about um, about what went into bringing IDEO, but for now let's just jump over to uh, Ms. Kapitza and I'm interested what the teacher's perspective was like while IDEO was here. Uh, well, I sat in on a facilitation group, so we went through several activities talking about um, what Rundle Academy would look like in the future, uh, what it looks like presently, and what are some of our wishes for the Academy itself. Um, we had an um, activity where we sort of stepped into the future 10 years from now and talked about what are people, what's the buzz about Rundle Academy. Uh, there were 11 different quotes on the wall um, that talked about all the different things people are saying about Rundle Academy. Everything from Rundle Academy feels like a real community and family to we are leading edge, the leading edge school in neuroscience. Um, so we had a discussion about that and there was actually 
no consensus from our group as to which one would best speak to who Rundle Academy is in 10 years, which was actually a really interesting conversation. The second activity we did uh, was to talk about um, what we do really well at Rundle and what we wish we could do given different spaces. I worked with a senior high student, a senior high teacher, which was a really interesting perspective because we both had a lot of the same things to say, even though we're coming from coming to this activity from completely different places. And the last activity that I really enjoyed was talking about the actual spaces and dream spaces that would go with what we wished we could do at the school, and de designing our own dream classroom. Awesome, and I think we'll come back to that dream space piece later in the conversation, so we'll save that as a bit of a, a nugget to move forward. Now, okay. I'm really excited to hear from the student in the room, and we've got uh, Amanda Petty, and she's a longtime Rundle Academy student. Amanda, how long have you been here for? Um, I guess since grade four, so five, six years? Wow, five yeah, years? six years. So six years, you know this program well yep. and uh, you got involved with IDEO in a pretty unconventional way and I want to hear mm -hmm. more about that. So can you tell me about uh, IDEO's home visit to the Petty household? Yeah, so they came over, you know, and we started with small talk, you know, just <laughs> ate dinner, it was good and then they're talking about, I mean, kind of I sat in a meeting with them as well and it was just like, you know, what are your dream spaces? We talked about things really related to the school for the first part and then they went around our house it's kind of weird, but it was great. I loved it. And they were like in our rooms and kind of trying to see like what our learning space from home looks like and kind of, because your home's usually somewhere where you're really comfortable. So they're like, oh, like, you know, what's your learning space here that's like you're comfortable in and you do best in. So it was, Totally. And so what is your learning space at home like? It's pretty, I mean, my family's pretty loud. So <laughs> it's in my room um, and it's pretty distraction free because I if I was in my room alone I would get very distracted so yeah it's just a desk not very many things on it cool got all the stuff I need cool and while idea was there was there any anything interesting that came out of the conversation that that's worth talking about now um they were just I wasn't like it was I had already been in a couple meetings with them and it was really cool the things that they do and it was just interesting to see kind of what their like thought process behind changing our school and you know the way they see things was really cool. Right on. Now, can you tell me more, Amanda, about uh, the sessions you were in with them at school? Like, what what kind of things did you do here? We talked about they had like a wall full of all these different spaces, and we had sticky notes, and we would put on it where we would feel uncomfortable, where we'd feel most comfortable, and then a place where we'd like to like just relax and you know not learn, but just hang out and that was really cool to see kind of where everybody you know like mine I was uncomfortable where it was super like bland and boring and more comfortable where it's just like open and able to move around and other people were completely different so right on okay so let's move on to the next question moving on to the next question <laughs> uh, I'm just curious as to what is gonna stick with you from from your time with IEO so we'll start with you right now Ms. Kapit so what, what are some of the things that might stick with you after the visit my answer is actually twofold. The first part that really sticks with me is how positive the IDEO team was about our program. Um, not that I was surprised by that, but I was just really happy to see that they saw everything that we bring to the program, the sense of community, the creativity, the, the great relationships we have as a staff and with our students. So that was the first part. And then the second part that really kind of 
surprised me a little bit when we came together as a group to discuss the IDEO visit afterwards was how different the teachers and the staff um, and the students felt the ideal learning spaces would look like if we could create anything we wanted. So students really wanted something more homey. Teachers wanted lots of space to work with whiteboards and, and different teaching zones in their classrooms. And the students really almost disliked some of the things that the teachers really wanted. And what the students wanted, teachers felt where it was, was almost not a structured enough environment for learning. So I, I, that really struck me as being an interesting dichotomy. Totally. And it was a really interesting working with IDEO. After their first eight hours here, they came back and said uh, they didn't think we needed to change anything at the academy because they really loved it that much. And it really comes back to your first point. But after working with the faculty, staff, and parents, uh, they got a better sense that there is different types of learning that needed different places and, and maybe upgraded facilities could help with that. So it was a huge takeaway for them too in their final report. So um, very, very intuitive, Ms. Kapitza. Thank you. Um, moving on to the student in the room again, Amanda, I'm interested, what's your big takeaway from, from your time with IDEO? Um, I was really surprised with the possibilities that could happen with the school. Like when I was looking at the wall of all the things that they wanted us to talk about like what we'd feel most comfortable there's like these things that I'd never even like seen before I was like that's a thing like that's a yeah. structure that exists <laughs> totally. and so I was really surprised that that could possibly like be something that our school could have right because they use. one of the activities was they had a wall of images correct mm -hmm. and then they said where'd you be comfortable and uncomfortable mm -hmm. and and all of those things now of those images can you think of one that really sticks in your mind as like the most comfortable learning space and why don't you describe it for our listeners right now? Okay, um, it was this really big open place and it was kind of homey. There was like a fireplace and there's kind of almost like a coffee shop. There's like couches on one side with a table and then there's a big round table with like stools around it. So it's like would be really good for collaborative. And there's your own space. There's like this big table kind of like a like family like dinner table and so there's tons of different like spaces that you could learn. Yeah, and I think I think that was like the student favorite. I mm -hmm. think what people chose is that kind of like homey space. It was like a coffee and, shop. Yeah, it was like a coffee shop. Maybe that's the Starbucks effect playing <laughs> right there. Okay, Mr. Vandermeer, I'm coming back to you. Uh, what is your takeaway from all of this? Yeah, it was really interesting because heading into the process with audio, we really wanted to tease out not just what kind of spaces we need to change, and I think some of the some of the tensions in our in our classrooms with with space issues kind of lead us to thinking well we just need a bigger building so when we really challenged IDEO to say you know it, we know there's some changes that could be had to the building but what about our program what needs to happen with our program that was the biggest takeaway for me because they took on that request with a lot of sincerity and focus through the facilitations as well as as what Amanda was talking about about ideal spaces for students and teachers and parents for their children but what came out of that with IDEO was our community and how important our community was in delivering the exceptional program we have. And from that, one of the biggest takeaways they had was how much empathy the students have for one another. And it's not just caring about each other, but it's understanding the learning needs of one another and how much that came through in each of the student facilitations, how often students were so concerned about the learning environments, not only for themselves, but for what's best for their peers. And so 
what came out of that for me, the biggest takeaway is is the importance in our community, not just not just the feel when people walk in the building, but what that feeling actually manifests into in the classroom and how students are learning. And so as we redesign these spaces, which ultimately is still important and did come through, the biggest takeaway is how do we consistently put a focus on our community and and what what we've established here as a culture in these spaces to to ensure that perseveres because without that we don't have the amazing program rundle academy that, that we currently do i think that's exactly some of the stuff that i took away to in the end of the conversation there's a conversation i had with one of the designers we closed the week with them and they said something like uh you can buy a building but you can't buy culture and the culture you have here is priceless and so make sure you don't do anything to to change that and so moving forward in a pragmatic and measured way to protect that culture first was certainly at the front of mind for IDEO as they left us at the end of last week. So for the third and final question, I'm going to turn it back to Mr. Vandermeer. We're going to work from him first. But the question is, uh, IDEO was here last week. And what has changed this week? What's one or more things that you can do as a leader of the school to take IDEO's ideas and, and implement them right away? Yeah, what I see happening moving forward is IDEO left us with a few pragmatic considerations and the first is to continue challenging our teachers to think differently about their spaces and, and the paths to learning in their class, classrooms and to couple that with co-creating co that understanding with students and I think moving forward that, that needs to be the focus here at the academy as I mentioned before that culture needs to, to be needs to be at the forefront of those decisions along with that student input. So uh, as we move forward, it's going to be really important for the Academy to continue to engage in this process, continue to empower our teachers and students in, in developing an understanding of how best to move forward in that space. And I really look forward to all the opportunities, professional development and, and work we're going to do because of this initial, uh, this initial work with audio. Excellent. And speaking of students, I'm going to pass it right over to Amanda and ask the exact same question. Uh, Amanda, what's changed for you since IDEO's come and gone? I have a new view of how things, like how learning can happen, and I'm really, since them seeing my room and asking me all these questions about why that works for me, I'm thinking of ways I can incorporate that into the classroom so I can learn more comfortably from my house, from the classroom, and everything can... Yeah, and I think that's been a big part of the takeaway is engaging uh, the students in that thinking about space. Just like you said earlier, Amanda, you didn't even know lots of those spaces existed. And now we can start to co-create as a school with the students uh, those kind of spaces. So Amanda, as we think about the spaces of the school now and we think differently about them, are there any spaces in the school that you look back on and you think, wow, you know, there could be an upgrade to that space to make it better for our learning uh, at Rundle Academy? I actually feel like the learning commons could use some changes because it's very static. It's very just white and like, even though it's so distraction free because it's just tables, chairs, whiteboards, all this movement, it's like there's not enough to really be able to focus in on what you need to because everything's the same mm -hmm. so you can't separate yourself from like do different work because everyone's in the same like it's the same 
Yeah. And we think we like we heard that loud and clear from students. You guys were talking about warmth and natural light and uh, colors and woods and those things, and it seemed to really resonate. So what you're saying about the learning comms is entirely appropriate. And I see that there's definitely some spaces where we could do upgrades to to make that a better learning environment for everybody. And I hope those questions continue to come forward uh, with our students in the days to come. Last but not least, I'm going to move on to you, Ms. Kapitza. What's the one thing we can do differently today uh, now that IDEO is gone? So I think first and foremost, we have to listen to that student voice and, and do tap into our creativity to try and make these spaces more conducive to their learning. So creating a more comfortable environment, making it more fun, colorful, bright, uh, not just a, a, a space full of whiteboards that we can we can put information on. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's basically the takeaway from all of our time with IDEO is that um, this is about human-centered design, but in particular the humans are students, and so we've got to take into account their consideration uh, as we move forward in this planning and the prototyping of new spaces and the designing of new spaces, which is really exciting for uh, the future of the academy. So, yeah, it's super exciting. So thank you to everybody for joining me today. Uh, thank you to IDEO for being here for, for the week. And uh, I can hardly wait to see where we go in the future. Thank you very much, Thanks guys. For having thank us, you. Mr.